Jocelyn, when did you start dancing? Like okay. ever? Ever? So I guess you could say it started when I was about five years old. I would dance at parties. I wasn't very good, I don't think, but there was something about just getting up and dancing that really made me happy. And then formally, I guess you can say where I got training would have been at the wooden floor when I was about, I think, nine or ten. Dude, I think we were eight. You know what? You were probably eight. I think I joined when I was nine. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. But yeah. Okay, cool. (laughs) You know, what's funny. I was actually super shy to dance at parties growing up. And like people and, you know, we were kids, so Mm -hmm. it was nothing crazy. But I... I would cry if someone was like, Esther, like, dance. Yeah. And then um, I remember I joined gymnastics uh-huh. when I was, like, five or six, and someone told my mom about the wooden floor. Yeah. And then that's kind of when I started dancing. Um, but, yeah, I'll just quickly introduce you to people. This is Jocelyn Magaña. Um, and we both met at the wooden floor, mm-hmm. and we danced. I think we danced together for, like, ten years, dude. Yeah, we probably did. Nine or ten years. Yeah. Because we had like a whole graduation ceremony at the wooden floor and we were 18 or I was 18. Were you so? I think I was 17, but then I turned 18. Okay. Yeah. So it was like a long while. Um, thank you for joining. (laughs) Seriously, dude. Um, when I started wine chats, like initially, Uh I had a few people in mind of who I wanted to be or interview. Um, and I thought of you and we just never got around to it. And I just kind of like put wine chats uh-huh. like in the back burner, but now I'm like, okay, <laughs> you're, you're going to do it. Um, yeah. So thanks for sharing. Um, I really want you to like, tell me about your experience just like in college. I know your major was dance yeah. and then you going off to New York because dude, I keep up with you, but I feel like you sharing this with the audience yeah you're catching me up too because like (laughs) i feel like i don't really have the details yeah so i don't know where you want to start but go for it yeah i'll just start so i graduated high school let's start from high school i graduated high school i went to osha i was in the international dance conservatory and i knew i wanted to go to college for dance i actually i did not get accepted to my dream school but that was which was chapman university but that was probably the best thing that had happened to me was getting rejected from Chapman and at the time I didn't realize it but the minute I graduated college I was like wow everything happens for a reason like that rejection I could not I cried for the whole night when I found out but the minute I stepped foot at Cal State Long Beach and started dancing there it was I was meant to be there and I tell people all the time I that that was my place to be and that's I learned so much there um the dance program was just so amazing. I made the best of friends there. They were just all so supportive and so unique and quirky and they were just amazing. So obviously I'm in college and then COVID hits and that was that was so hard for me as a dancer. I just felt I was at such a high trajectory my junior year. Like, looking back at videos of myself in college, I was like, dang, I was good. And, you know, it's one of those things where when I was in college, I didn't think I was good. And I was like, that is so dumb of me. And I get so mad thinking I wasn't confident enough to feel like I was good and I belonged there until COVID hit and it was like everything hit the fan. Um, 
And at first, I didn't think COVID affected me at all dance-wise, and it did. I'll get on to that later. So COVID hits in college, and everything goes online. And I told myself, okay, well, this is life, you know. So obviously, junior year ends, and it's like summertime. And the Limon Dance Company had posted they were looking for dancers to, for their trainee program. And I was to the point that summer, I was like, you know, we can't do anything, so why the hell not? Let me just audition, see what the hell happens. And to my surprise, I auditioned, and they had granted me a full scholarship. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like I, I just, remember that, dude. That was so exciting. Yeah, like, I just took the biggest chance ever, and I was shocked. Like, it was so insane to me. But then, you know, reality hit where I was like, oh, well, I still haven't graduated college. You know, I'm like my full senior year. What's going to happen? So I, you know, I tried to talk to my department chair and to see if like there was a way I could somehow, you know, do both at the same time. And I couldn't, you know, my department chair was like, you know, the program's still going to be there. Like when you graduate, like it's just not possible for you to do it as a BFA. And, you know, I had even spoke to my other professor and he was like well you can just graduate early and just get a BA like it's really all up to you but there's something like when you go on you know companies websites and you read like all the dancers bios they all say BFA which stands for what which stands for bachelors of fine arts so there was something about that F that I felt had to be there <laughs> like I just couldn't get a BA yeah. I had to get a BFA so I decided to put off doing the program and just focus, you know, on my senior year. And that's what I did. You know, I took the max amount of technique classes I could. I tried to do, you know, be as involved as I could in school. And that's what I did. And, you know, at the time, I felt like that's what I had to do. But now in retrospect, I think I worked myself so hard to really try to forget like, oh, I'm doing college over Zoom. Like, so how did that work with dance? So I had to dance in my living room and it was hard, you know, like the teachers on Zoom and you're trying to learn everything and, you know, the space isn't big. So all of a sudden, you know, you go from dancing in a huge studio with people and, you know, being around people to you dancing in a living room. And my Marley was like Marley's like the dance floor we used. Um it was eight feet by five feet and that was my dance space so i went from a huge room to eight feet by five feet Dude, that's crazy yeah. did you still keep in touch with your dance people yeah like you know we i had a group chat with two of my closest friends from college and you know that's where we would talk every day you know or like during our zoom classes when like something funny would be going on like we would be texting each other like almost as if we, you know, we were, like, in class, like, making jokes, but, I mean, it was so different, like, it was just, I don't know, like, I can't believe I actually did that, like, yeah. college on Zoom, and, like, dude, I, I'm, like, PTSD, <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, that was, like, a weird time, because I also, like, experienced that, not dance, obviously, but just, yeah. like, doing school, um, but quickly taking it back, like, before you, like, graduate and do all that good yeah. stuff, when, like, in high school, did you, like, have a moment where you were like, yeah, that's going to be my major, dance? Also, sorry if you guys hear the, the whatever that is. The, <laughs> <floor>. <laughs> the gardener. 
Um, you know what? I think I think I always knew I wanted to go to college for dance. And, That's crazy, dude. And I knew that the minute after the first time I ever performed. <gasps> the first time I ever performed, I remember feeling like this is what I need to do for the rest of my life. That's and I don't know how I'm going to accomplish it, but I'm going to do it. Dang, dude. Yeah. That's cannot relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> I literally like changed my major a million times, did not yeah. know what I wanted to do. And I always admire people who are like, yeah, I've just always wanted to do that. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, it's hard because it almost feels like whatever you pick, like obviously it's not like solidified because you can change it, but it's almost like it's nerve wracking because you have to make this decision and you have to get this degree and you know i know there's like that statistic that says like oh like i don't know how many what number of people but like they usually like their first job isn't even like in the degree they have yeah and like that like always stuck with me you know like i was like dang like you go to college and you do like whatever you think you want to do but the first job you get like isn't even your dream job yet i mean i'm sure for some maybe but usually it's just like a stepping stone job to yeah. get to you know where you want to go yeah i remember um because at the wooden floor we had career nights yeah and all that good stuff and i that's something that stuck with me too all these like professionals would always say that their first jobs and other jobs like led them to where they are now but yeah. it literally had really not much to do with yeah. their degree um but that almost is like it gives me hope like this is not the yeah. end all be all yeah like i'm excited because we are in our salad days and we're still like in our early 20s i'm excited to see where life continues to like take us mm-hmm. um and especially you with dance just because in my eyes like yeah this profession even though i was in dance is super unique mm-hmm. and like you're super talented <laughs> and so like i know you're gonna figure it out for sure in terms of like the next step you know yeah but anyway dude okay so you're senior year online you're in your living room and then you graduate yeah so in between like you know doing the zoom classes and graduating i had to re-audition to get a scholarship for the limo program so the first time i got the scholarship i got it i got a full one because it was online so it was way cheaper than the actual price in person so my tuition in person was about six thousand for six months so i told myself okay well you need to bring bring your awe and i'm not gonna lie i was so nervous in that zoom audition and i didn't do the best i knew i could so i knew like the minute it ended i'm probably not gonna get a full scholarship and that broke my heart because i thought to myself like I was able to do it once and if I'm not able to do it again like what does that say about me and then the award you know the scholarship awards went out and I didn't get a full scholarship I got a thousand covered of my six thousand which to me was nothing um but I just you know I was like well I really want to do this so we'll just go from here so then you know I got engaged and then (laughs) And then we moved to New York City, which was just such a big change, you know, like I went from living with my parents and my siblings and my grandparents to now living with only my fiance in a super tiny studio apartment in New York City. And that in itself was just a lot of change, you know, like 
having the emotions of graduating college, feeling sort of lost, but sort of like, you know what you're doing. And then you add in, now I'm a fiance, you know, how does that work in to now we're living on our own, we have our own bills, to then being in the studio after having done Zoom classes for, you know, one and a half, two years. So at that moment, you know, I was about one month into doing the program and I realized COVID affected me way more than I thought it did. You know, I I was given the correction of you need to be more outward instead of being inward. And, you know, I, ha- I had acknowledged that within myself, you know, my movement always needs to be bigger because I'm a petite person. You know, that's just a given. But then having someone tell you, like, you're just too inward. What does that really mean? Like, I think they just wanted me to, like, look out and to really reach out. But to me, like, that, that when I got that comment, I don't know why. It just, like, broke my heart. And it made me feel like, oh, my gosh, like, I've been trying so hard to, you know, get back. And this was what my problem was. I was trying so hard to get back to the dancer I used to be. And I had to quickly realize I'm never going to be the dancer I used to be. Like so many things had happened at that point that I could only be the dancer I am right now or the dancer I'm going to be. But in my mind, you know, I was like, no, like I was so good. Like I want to be good again. But I had to realize, well, I am good, but I'm good in a different way. Yeah. And I had to accept that. And I think that was like a harder challenge for me. And, you know, I ended up not doing the six months of the program. I only did three. I just felt it wasn't it wasn't what I needed, you know, like I felt I wasn't supportive with some of the professors we had. My peers were amazing. You know, I loved them. I loved dancing with them. I just felt, you know, it was my instructors who weren't as supportive. And then I just think. I was in a place where I needed to kind of rebuild my relationship with dance. So instead of training every day for five hours, I told myself, you know, I need to take a break and I need to re-fall in love with dance. Because it got to a point, you know, after I did the three-month program, I was like, I hate what I'm doing. You're like burnt out. And that scared me. Yeah. Because I was like, how am I going to hate something that I love so much? And I didn't want to get to the point where I was going to hate it so much. I was just going to give it up entirely. I didn't know that, dude. Yeah. But that is that is a scary feeling. And I, I know I know what you mean, because it's kind of like, OK, I've been working so hard for this. Yeah. And now I hate it. You yeah. Know? But it does sound like you were burnt out. And I feel like a lot of us forget that sometimes, too, of like you literally need a break. And sometimes that break is longer than a week, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that was one of the things, you know, the program, it was it was challenging. And we didn't have a break. We only had Thanksgiving break. And it was one of those things where, you know, we would go in and we would have technique class and we would learn choreographies. And I'm not saying we needed to be praised, but I feel there should have been more acknowledgement of our effort. And at times, all we were getting were, oh, you're not doing it right. Oh, you need to do this. Oh, let's do it again. You guys are on the wrong count. Let's just keep on doing it until you get it right. So do you think, like, I know you as a person, and Mm -hmm. I know you can take constructive criticism, because Mm -hmm. I think at the wooden floor especially, we were taught, like, 
it's because I can see what you can do and yeah. I can see how you can improve kind of thing. Yeah. But how was the transition from like being on Zoom and not having someone always kind of correcting you to like yeah. that? Yeah. So that was another thing too, you know, because on Zoom, I actually, I would give myself, um, I would write down before class, like, this is what I'm going to think about. So say one day I tell myself, I'm going to be thinking about expanding my back you know so then throughout the whole class i would try to find moments where okay am i expanding my back no okay let's do it and our teachers did their best at trying to give individual corrections it was more like they gave um general corrections and sort of you know maybe picked on one person to be like oh can you show us and then you know focus on that one person and then each of us just sort of explore that but I had never thought about that, but I'm sure that must have been also what I was feeling where on Zoom, you know, we got more general corrections. And then now we go in person with all these other dancers and we're all trying so hard. And then we're just getting like picked apart almost. And that's yeah. what it felt like, you know, and you know, at first I told myself, you know, maybe it's just an East Coast thing. You know, maybe we're a little bit chiller on the West Coast, but it I felt it almost came down to that was just a personality trait of some of the instructors. And I told myself, I don't want to be associated with people that almost degrade other people. Mm-hmm. And that was another reason I was like, you know, I just, I need to leave and I need to figure out what I want to do with dance, the people I want to surround myself, what I want to create and what impact I want to leave. Yeah. That's that's a good one, dude. And honestly, like power to you for being like, I'm not finishing the program because <laughs> yeah. I think sometimes we all have the mindset of like, I'm going to finish what I started. But if anything, that sometimes does more harm than good. Yeah. But so when you left, were the instructors like upset or? No, it almost felt as if they didn't care. I had sent an email saying I'm choosing not to continue. I hope you understand. And all I got was oh okay thank you you know hope we can cross paths soon (laughs) i feel like okay this is another thing you're right you literally moved from the west coast to the east coast yeah that's crazy the culture is different everything's different but i think the arts yeah like the whole industry that is i think an industry that is very critical challenging and like competitive yeah so did you see that more there than you have experienced here in California? You know, it's hard to say because I've been very lucky where in each of my classes, no one in there seems to be very competitive. Okay. You know, like everyone was so supportive of one another, which is the environment I like to be in and which is the environment I would like to create if I'm ever a teacher, you know, one of support. But what I did see was competition with um, like some of the company members, Mm -hmm. not really the ones that had been there for a while, but it was more with the younger ones. And that was the type of energy I told myself, I there's a difference between going into class and trying your hardest so you could be the best dancer you can be. And there's a difference between going into class with the mentality of I'm going to be better than everyone around me. And I told myself, I believe in this world there is a place for everyone to shine that I feel I would never have to be in a position where I need to compete with someone. Yeah. 
and that's also why I choose to not, you know, be in certain dance classes or like dance situations where I feel it's very competitive because I just have no energy for that. I feel there's enough like creative space in the world where everyone can make the type of art they want to create. I agree with that too. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. What would you give a dancer who's going to kind of start off their journey, maybe from high school going on to college yeah. or college and on? Like what advice would you give someone? Oh my gosh, that's so hard. Okay. Honestly, I would tell them to believe in themselves. And that is the most important thing you can do. Just believing that you are good enough. You deserve to be where you are. You deserve everything that's coming your way. Because I think at times, I know for myself, I'm very critical of myself. And and any when anything like good happens to me, I'm like, oh, this, this just can't be true. Like, this is insane, you know? But I think really just having confidence in yourself. If I could go back in time and somehow talk to myself, I would tell myself, you're going to be okay. Just be confident. That's a good one, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay, I kind of want to dive in from like, the difference i think you're one of the few friends i have who mm-hmm. who's like moved out of state okay and like to another coast uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so what are like the biggest differences from california to new york and just like that whole kind of side i went to new york once yeah i was literally like for four days yeah um so i feel like i didn't really get the gist like you literally like were in that area living yeah i think for me the biggest differences is almost the the pace what do you mean yeah like i just feel everyone is so fast 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 and i kid you not living there i even felt the days would go by so fast really? yes and i would i would ask carlos which is the name of my fiance i would be like do you feel this way because i feel like the the hours are zooming by and he would say yeah i agree like it was just weird and anytime I came back to California, I just felt like the day just went at such a sweet, slow pace. And even you see people in the store, they're just strolling around, you know, they're sitting at coffee shops, slowly talking. In New York, I feel everything's just like, <laughs> like so fast. I think for me, that was just the biggest adjustment. And I had a professor actually tell me like, you know, it's good that you're in a fast-paced area, but that you acknowledge that, you know, there's something special about being at a slow pace. Yeah. And that being from California, you're able to switch off between, you know, taking your California time or taking your New York time. Yeah. That's... <laughs> I think when I visited, I felt that too, but I was like, oh, it's just maybe because I'm on a trip and I want to do yeah. all these things. Yeah, but so no. Flying. Yeah. It's even like you just living there. Like, no, go. I have a question about how, looking back, how do you think Carlos supported you within like your whole Limon experience? Which, did we say it's like a company that you were like working with or um, dancing for? Yeah, we didn't say, but yeah, it was. So I was in their their trainee program, which back in the day, their trainee program used to feed into their company oh i see and then it kind of went away and then it came back and now it's starting to feed into their company um so that's what that is and before you know let me just say i had the dream that i wanted to be in the limon company i wanted to dance with them that was my goal so it was also sort of heart crushing you know earth shattering whatever you want to say when i went there 
and I saw certain things or just, you know, my experience and it almost made me realize this isn't what I want. Yeah. Yeah. So when you were like doing all that and that whole transition of realizing. Yeah. Like this is not what I thought it would be. How do you feel like Carlos supported you through all that? I'm like putting him on the spot. No, he was so amazing. I, I was a mess. There were some days, I kid you not, this one day I woke up and I started crying. I was like, I can't go today. I can't do it. Like, I just can't. And, you know, there I am crying. It was like 7 o'clock in the morning. And he was just like, I'm sorry. You know, you feel this way. You you just need to calm down and you need to go to class. And it's going to be okay. And it was. that That day was probably the best day I had ever danced, actually that I had a, a breakdown and was like, I, I can't do it. But when it came to sort of deciding whether or not I wanted to continue the second half, I think he had already seen sort of a change in me. I don't think he told me this, but I have a feeling, you know, he saw that, you know, I was tired all the time. You know, I would tell him, oh, you know, class was whatever. Like I wasn't kind of feeling it. Um, so when it came to me asking sort of for his opinion, he was just like, you know, I think you know what you have to do, but it's a hard decision to make. Um, and there was one day, too, I was just like, I just I felt like a failure. I'm going to be honest, like going to New York, having told a bunch of people, having posted on my social media, I'm doing this program and not finishing it through. I was just like, I'm a failure. And that was so hard. And, you know, he told me, you're not. I don't know why you feel this way. I'm sorry you feel this way. But you're not. You know, you moved. A lot of people wouldn't move this far away from home. You came and you tested it out and you realized it wasn't for you. You know, now you're just like trying to figure out what you want to do next. So I just feel he was he was just so supportive of me. And I, you know, I don't think I can thank him enough for being supportive and just you know, just overall supporting me, like, wanting to be a dancer. Yeah. I love that, <laughs> Oh, what a great fiancé, Carlos. <laughs> dude, that's crazy. Like, well, I know you're back now, officially. Yeah. You've moved back to California. Mm -hmm. um, I hope this doesn't, like, give you pressure or whatever, but what do you kind of, like, foresee is next? Or what do you want to yeah. work towards? Yeah, I would dance if you do want to continue that. I do want to continue dance. And this is another thing I'm going to miss so much about New York. I just feel there were so many modern classes in New York City that I could take. And coming back to California, there just isn't as much, you know, in California, it's mostly like commercial jazz and hip hop. That's really what's in right now. Those are two things I don't do. I mean, they're fun to do, but I that's not what I want to do. So right now, it's really just finding some classes I could take. I really want to join a company in some sort of way. I hope I can perform. Performing's my passion. I hope I can perform, I don't know when, hopefully soon. I actually applied to a studio to be a dance instructor. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, I <What>? did. <laughs> I applied to two, actually. I applied to some studio in Santa Ana, and then I actually applied to the wooden floor. <laughs> hey. Dude, good for you. See, but it's stuff like that, like the stepping stones of, like, what's yeah, what's going to lift me and what's going to continue 
to help me climb you know yeah dude good for you thank you so that's sort of where i'm at i'm trying just to get back into dance uh and just figure my way out but i guess you can say my big time goal which i hope i can accomplish one way or another with dance is to create a dance curriculum that can be implemented in the public school system (gasps) that is my goal that is my dream i don't know how i will get there but i'm hoping one day i will dude that sounds awesome is this gonna kind of like replace pe like is this gonna be an option if you can take dance so i'm hoping it will be an option or it will be a series of lessons within a pe plan wow yeah and i'm i want to aim it more towards um like kinder through fifth i feel those are the ages where kids are so open and so creative that they're not gonna feel weird i guess you can say about trying dance yeah i agree dude i didn't know that yeah that's actually that's been i've wanted i realized i wanted to do that too my senior year of college i took a class and it was sort of about somatic practices of the body and just really analyzing body movement you know as simple as just breathing we did a whole breath exercise and it it's very profound and you can even faint i almost i felt like kind of wheezy doing it but there was just something about really learning about the basic movements of the body everyone does every day yeah and I think people don't realize your walk is your own type of dance. Mm. Like the way you walk is your own dance, your own everyday dance. And you don't realize it. I love that. dude. <laughs> I actually love that. I was going to say, too, I technically started dance when I was three, but it was like, yeah, whatever. Fake ballet. Yeah. For, for kids. Um, and then gymnastics and then the wooden floor. But that was all within like my K through fifth grade yeah. years. And I'm actually very thankful my mom put me within all that because I felt like within those like developmental, is that how yes. you say it? Yeah, yeah. Like development years, um, I already felt like safe and comfortable in my body. Yes. And not like shy. Yeah. And like my heart actually goes out to people who like struggle with like body image and like all that stuff. Yeah. And like I personally feel like. I just always felt very, like, content and happy with how I looked and felt. And mm-hmm. I think that had a lot to do with it. Yeah. Like, dance, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's super important. And that's another reason why I feel, you know, these kids, these young kids, it's hard being a kid. And I don't think I ever realized it until I stopped being a kid. But it's very hard, especially the teenage years. Yeah. So I can only imagine going into your teenage years and just feeling so insecure about yourself that i'm sure you almost feel uncomfortable with yourself yeah so i guess you can say with this program that i'm trying to create hopefully one day whenever that is i want kids to be so secure with themselves and who they are that they feel they can tackle anything yeah i love that dude (laughs) dude jocelyn (laughs) i have no more questions for you girl (laughs) (laughs) I think we can end it off, but okay, I know you I already asked like what do you wanna tell a dancer, but what do you wanna leave us off while we close this podcast? Oh my gosh, I don't know. I oh my gosh. This is just so much pressure. Wow. I wasn't nervous, but now I'm nervous with <laughs> with my end remarks. 
I just, I think I'm all about loving people and loving people so deeply that I feel I forget that I need to love myself. And I saw a post the other day saying that you need to treat people or love people the way you need to, sorry, you need to love yourself the way you treat and love people. So I just want everyone to know that you need to love yourself in any way that, you know, you need it. But you need to just be so secure with yourself that you don't care what people are saying. You don't care what other people are doing. You're just so focused on yourself and bettering yourself that you are able to live such a life filled with happiness and love and joy and new experiences that, you know, I hope you love yourself just so deeply and I you fall in love too. with yourself yeah you know i feel everyone's so focused on falling in love with other people but you falling in love with yourself is probably the most important thing you can do i agree thank you <laughs> oh, no seriously thank you again for being on the podcast of course i love you so much and hopefully <laughs> we can make another episode with my co-host next i time. hope so yeah bye bye <laughs> <laughs>